Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 17th of August. US retail sales for July are due. This is one of the numbers to watch closely because it's the consumer that stands on the dividing line between slowdown and slump. It's also important to watch because developed economies, including the United States, are in a really weird place. Unemployment is low, but real wage growth is disastrous. Real wage growth is disastrous, but so far, real consumer spending has generally remained positive. Credit and cutting savings have held this whole story together. The detail will be important in today's data. Consumer demand for a lot of durable goods has been falling, and that weakness may be evident again in today's numbers. That matters to Asia as an exporter of a lot of these durable goods. It matters to the inflation story, because durable goods price inflation is one of the areas where the US Federal Reserve has some influence, and where it must create disinflation and deflation to offset the inflation pressures elsewhere. On which point, we will also get the Federal Reserve minutes from the July meeting. This will give some sense of what Fed members are looking at, at least. There's a fairly long gap between meetings this time, and much can change before the Fed gets together towards the end of September. Unfortunately, as Fed Chair Powell killed forward guidance and then danced on the grave of Fed credibility... Fed speeches between now and September are not necessarily going to shape market expectations for policy. From the UK, consumer price inflation rose more than expected on both the headline and core numbers for July. Consumers in the United Kingdom, unlike the United States, have generally been unwilling to use savings to stabilise their consumption levels. Consumption is now falling in the UK in real terms. However, the drivers of inflation are basically energy and food costs, with food costs the biggest monthly contribution. The Bank of England has little control over this sort of price. The price of going on holiday has also increased significantly, and the Bank of England has little power over this, because there is a fanatical desire to go on holiday at almost any price in 2022. Food price inflation is one of the interesting stories, it probably is not as big an impact on consumer spending power as the headlines suggest, because people are switching consumption patterns to cheaper brands, and the data doesn't capture that sort of shift in real time. But part of the food price inflation is due to a naive belief of what constitutes food. Food retailers tend to be able to increase prices when commodity prices rise, because consumers believe food prices are somehow related to commodities. They're not. Food prices are mainly about labour costs, and those are falling in real terms. Food prices in the UK have risen more than a simple model of commodity and labour costs would suggest they should, but if consumers believe food prices should be rising, they're more likely to accept food price increases. Inflation in the euro area is going to be a focus in the future, with yet another increase in gas prices in commodity markets yesterday, The concern around this actually is more related to the growth impact nowadays. Growth data comes out of the eurozone in the form of second quarter GDP today, which is expected to continue to show expansion. In fact, in the second quarter, the euro economy was a lot stronger than the United States in terms of GDP growth. 
But the issue is not the past, but instead how much damage is going to be coming in the future. That's all for today. Have a good day. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.